Hey guys, it's Melissa here from Reiki with Melissa. Today I thought I would talk to you guys about a topic that just keeps coming up for me. It's like a synchronicity that keeps occurring. I keep hearing over and over things about soulmate and soulmate is near and they're here to teach you something. So I know I've done a podcast about soulmates before, but I want to talk about this again for two reasons. Number one, I think a lot of people confuse what a soulmate is or isn't. And number two, it's coming up because I think a lot of people are being taught or being shown a lesson about loving themselves deeply and completely. And the reason we run into our soulmates here on earth is because they have a lesson to teach us. And I feel like a lot of people are going through the lesson right now of learning self-love. And sometimes our romantic soulmates, definitely, for sure, are here to teach us that we need to love ourselves. Soulmates usually bring about in us, they show us our shadow side, if that makes sense. And sometimes we mirror each other. So they show us things in us that we need to work on and need to fix. And we do the same for them. And so if you're in a romantic partnership, that soulmate will sometimes show you the areas where you need to work. And usually it's in the area of self-love. Because if you're strong in yourself and you validate your own self and you don't need anybody else to do it, you're not going to put up with a lot of BS. So if you are with a soulmate and that person is making you feel like you're less than or they make you question their feelings for you and you're not sure about their motives or if they there's so many things they can bring up for us so many things and it it usually all stems back to your inner child and any kind of wounds that you received as a child it doesn't matter how great a childhood you had we all seem to walk away with things that are You know, maybe you don't call it a wound, but maybe it's a limiting belief about yourself that you've walked away from because of your childhood. So those people come around to show us that we still have the work to do on ourselves and we still have to love ourselves. And soulmates, they don't have to be romantic partners. A soulmate can be a friend, it can be a parent, it can be a child. A soulmate comes into your life to teach you something. You and this, excuse me, this other soul, you've made an agreement to come here to learn some lesson. Like, I believe that my dad and I definitely came here to work out certain lessons, so I consider him to be a soulmate. Same thing with my mom, and um, I definitely can see other people in my life where I think, yeah, that was definitely, that's a soulmate. We have a connection here because we're, they're trying to teach me something about myself. And like I said, usually it is the side of you we call the shadow side that you can't see in yourself. But these other people bring it out in you. And they bring it to light and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, I didn't know that about myself. Like in the relationship I was in, not the past one, but the one before, I learned a lot of things about myself that I didn't really realize I still needed to heal. 
And that relationship brought out those things to me. It brought it to light because I did not know. I mean, I knew that I had abandonment issues. You know, I knew that. Um, I hadn't healed it, and I, I obviously realized that I had to after that relationship. But I brought about other things, too. And it was all stemming from my childhood. And what it all boiled down to was that I needed to learn how to love myself fully, deeply, and completely. And it's an ongoing process, you guys. I am in no way, shape, or form totally done. And I don't know that I'll ever be done because I think that we are all works in progress and we have to constantly continue to work. It's never done. And that's how I feel about myself and this journey. I'm on my way and I'm pretty far along, but I'm not done by any means. Everyone, I feel like, is always a work in progress. You know, we have to learn how to love ourselves. And it's not until we truly and deeply go in and do the healing work and we heal our inner child and we understand how to validate ourselves, that's when the true healing begins and that's when you're going to invite healthy, loving relationships into your life. And so I think what some people falsely believe is that if you have someone who is a soulmate in your life, it means they have to stay forever. And that's not true. Even in a romantic soulmate, sometimes it isn't meant to be a relationship that lasts forever. It might be a relationship that comes in to teach you a lesson, and that is all you needed from that relationship. And that can be really difficult to learn because when you have a soulmate connection to somebody, it can feel like a very strong connection. But, you know, the reason I say this, because I'm not trying to invalidate your feelings about being connected to someone. It, it's strong, and the feelings are strong. And the reason it is, is because you are, your soul is remembering that person's soul. You're connected on the soul level, which is much deeper connection than just this like human 3D connection. It goes much be, farther beyond that. So it can feel very deep. And so a lot of people mistakenly think that they have to stay with people because, oh, we have this soulmate connection or it's a soul bond. It doesn't mean that. Having a soulmate connection just means that that person is there to show you your shadow side. They're there to show you what you still need to work on. And yeah, it can be that you work on it and then that person works on their stuff and then you end up together. That's great. But it doesn't have to be that. So there's just so many different misconceptions out there, like, oh, you have to end up with your soulmate. That's not true, necessarily. I mean, at, relationships, that's just a difficult topic anyway, but a soulmate doesn't have to be romantic, first of all. It can be just somebody here that your soul recognizes, and you guys agreed to come here to learn a lesson or to teach each other something. <clears throat> and it points out something, your shadow side, like I said, that you still need to work on. And what's been coming out to me with the soulmate card, because they're all around us, I even believe that a soulmate really could be an animal because animals teach us unconditional love. And so for many of us, some of the great loves of our lives are our pets because we care for them and they love us no matter what, and they're teaching us how to love them. 
So I think that you could even have a soulmate connection with an animal. I'm not one of those people who believes that animals don't have souls and don't go to heaven. I think that's nonsense. Really? <laughs> like, what happens to them then? Animals are a lot nicer than people sometimes. So, yeah, I think you can have even a soulmate connection to an animal. And so soulmates, people, animals, spirits can be all around us because you can have soulmates that were with you in other lives that are not here with you in this particular life who may be acting as your spirit guide right now. And they can also be guiding us and helping us to learn lessons and showing us the way. And I really think you need to be paying attention right now to the people who are helping you or so, giving you signs because they're showing you things within yourself that you still need to work on. And to have an attitude of, I'm great and I don't need to do any more work, that's not helping. And that's not going to help you. It's just going to slow your progress. And you're blocking abundance from coming in and blessings from coming in when you don't see that you still have work to do. When we love ourselves deeply and completely, which I believe is one of the true lessons we have to learn when we come here, we are saying to the universe, I see my worth. I know I'm valuable. I know I deserve these things. And I'm thankful for these things. And then what we wish to see coming in is what's going to come in. So I would urge you to focus on loving yourself deeply and completely and paying attention to signs that are around you and people who might be there trying to teach you lessons. And so I thought I would end this by picking a card for you. And the deck that I chose today is Ask Your Guides by Sonia. I think it's Choquette. And <clears throat> three cards flew out at me. So I, f I feel like sometimes when a card flies out, it's a message that the universe really wants you to have. So I decided to take all three cards. And the first one is called Master Teacher and its Priorities. And so I'm going to read to you the extended message here. <clears throat> if I can read today, sometimes I have trouble with that because, I don't know, teaching all day, I guess. Then I come home and I try to read and stumble over my words. All right, so the extended message for Master Teacher is priorities, choice, reflections, decisions, commitment. For every new ambition, relationship, and experience you seek at this time, there's a commitment in place that must be eliminated to make way for the new. Current routines, habits, and even types of free music time, or excuse me, free time must be sacrificed so that you can open up to new energies. Your master teacher is present, urging you to identify what must be what must go. Be honest in your assessment and also be realistic and thoughtful in setting your goals so that you don't overreach and fail. Your master teacher reminds you that even though the universe doesn't, does support your heart, it doesn't allow you to bypass the work necessary to manifest your desires. In other words, you reap what you sow. And the best way is to systematically move toward your priorities while simultaneously discarding what no longer serves you. If you want to lose 10 pounds, you must release jelly donuts. If you want to work for yourself, you must let go of the need for others to take care of you. If you want to create a new love relationship, you mustn't brood over past heartbreaks any longer. The message from your master teacher, to reach for something greater, you must first let go of what's in your hand. And I think that that definitely goes along with what we were talking about. 
if you wish to manifest, if you wish to move forward, you've got to go do that work. You've got to do the self work. It's not going to happen if you don't. I'm still learning every single day that I still have triggers and things I have to work on. Even just yesterday, um, I just had a realization that when I, a memory popped up that when I was in school, I had a math teacher who treated me like an idiot for asking a question and used to do it loudly and it was embarrassing. And so I never wanted to ask questions. And so now when I question myself, I go back to how that teacher treated me and I still feel like that little girl. And so I have to heal that inner child in me that was humiliated and embarrassed by that teacher and know that that was not a reflection of me. That was a reflection of her being a terrible teacher and that I can't, when someone like publicly wants to criticize what I do, that I have to realize I am enough and I have enough and it's not about me and it's not about that little girl anymore, that that little girl is smart and has grown and can take care of herself and can validate herself. I don't need anybody else to do it. So you've got to do that inner work and let go of what no longer serves you. The next card I pulled is higher self or solitude. It says your desire to seek solitude is appropriate at this time. You're being counseled by your higher self to retreat and to renew your soul through quiet contemplation. Your nervous system has been overstimulated and you can't absorb any more input from the outer world. Step away and give yourself the necessary peace and time alone you require to revitalize your system. In doing so, you'll begin to sense, feel, and even hear the voice of your higher self but only when you step into more natural surroundings. So you need to also get in touch with nature. So yeah, again, it might take a little solitude right now to really go and dig deep and understand what it is you still need to heal. And it did for me. Like I have been doing this new meditation about getting into the vortex and that is what has really been helping me to uncover new things that I need to work on still. And I've been doing it and it's it feels really good to let go of that stuff because the first step is identifying what it is you're feeling. And when you can do that, then it's like, oh, yeah, oh, my gosh, that was what it was all along. And a lot of these things we don't even know are there. When we uncover them, we realize that's been the problem the whole time, and I never even really knew it. All right, so your last card is victory and divine helpers. It says your divine helpers are present, bearing the good news that whatever you've been working on will succeed. The bad news? Well, there really isn't any bad news, but there is reality, which in your case suggests that you can't fully enjoy your success only if you recognize that you didn't get where you are by yourself. This isn't to suggest that you must diminish your light or be falsely modest in your achievements, not by a long shot. You deserve to shine, so please do. Your divine helpers simply remind you to be grateful and acknowledge the contributions of those who have helped you get where you are. This includes your spirit helpers and guides as well. One final word. With success comes the challenge of standing alone in your light. Of course, you've heard the saying, it's lonely at the top, but it doesn't have to be if you remember how you got there. Your divine helper's message is share the spotlight. So yeah, guys, I mean, if you do all of that inner work, that's going to lead you to your victory. And in your victory, just know that you have to um, stand in your success. Okay, so I hope that that was helpful for you. And I have to cut this short because... Uh, I just got a, uh, someone at my door. So I'm so sorry. That's what happens when you record this at home. So uh, if you guys 
like my podcast and I'm so grateful again that you've been here with me through all of this, please share it with others so that they might be able to find the light as well. Remember that we are being a light for others. We are being called to be a light for others. And I know that each and every one of you is doing that. And I am so super proud of all of you. If you want to um, have guided meditations with me or see what card readings are like with me, Tuesdays and Wednesdays now, I will be doing them. Tuesdays, the card reading, and Wednesday, the guided meditation, but I do still pick people for card readings on Wednesdays. So join me on my Facebook Live page. I cannot wait to see you there. It was so much fun last time. And um, go to my website if you're interested in Reiki or reading or one-on-one coaching, anything that you need. My program, A Purposeful Pilgrimage, is there too. Please go check all of that out. I love you guys, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.